0: Well, hey everybody, welcome back to the Vorlof Hour, and by the Vorlof Hour, I mean the Morlof Hour. Hey! Hey! We are actually not in Ambient Grain Studios today. What? As they can hail. Here?
1: (laughs) Yeah. As they can (laughs) hail.
0: Yeah. We're uh, at El Bait Shop, which for those of you who are outside of Iowa... Um, it's one of the best craft beer bars in America. In the world. In the world. Voted on multiple times, especially for Iowa specifically. Yeah. It really is a kick-ass bar, and they were gracious enough
1: to let us record an episode here. I will say we are not sponsored by the El Bait Shop. Yes, they were just nice enough to let us uh, intrude on their space on this wonderful Wednesday evening. Yeah, yeah. we we found a booth with power, so we're yes. good. <laughs> yeah, as
0: long as it could reach. Yeah, so we're um, doing another one. I mean, last episode was the end of year special. Yeah, end of year special looking ahead. Yeah, that was a good one. I hope you got through all three hours of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely a long one. We're gonna we're gonna treat you with this one not being as long. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna run this at hopefully a tight hour, if not less. You know, This should this should get you to and from work for one day. Yeah. Oh. Hey, that's not bad. Not, oh. not a three day listen like <laughs> the last episode. <laughs> which was super
1: fun. Yeah. And I liked it. At this time we'll try not to argue.
0: Yeah. And if we do, we'll try to be more nuanced with our points and find <laughs> out shout-y. we're not Well, we can shout. Well maybe not in a public yeah, space. Yeah, let's not let's
1: not shout as much in a public space. Yeah. Well we'll see how many beers I get in me. That's fair.
0: Speaking of beers, what are we drinking right now? I, yeah, what are what are we drinking? What's up, guys? What are you guys drinking?
2: Oh, well, I have a Brolo Tie from Dimensional. It's a tasty, tasty, hazy. Shout out Dimensional.
1: And Bolo Ties. Bolo and Ties Bolo are ties. back. And Bros. And Bros. And Bros. Well, all together, Because there's negative bro culture, and I'm not mm, here for that. Mm, no. We're,
0: we're here for our bros. our bros. Our
1: bros. Yes, our bros. They're not problematic. They're good people. Yes. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Jack. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Jack. Hey. What are you drinking? I have to push my narrative that I created last week with yeah. what's going to be popular in 2023. Because <laughs> if I continue to purchase them, maybe the truth will come out. I'm having Lionbridge's compensation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So English mild, delicious, low alcohol content, ale, English ale, baby. I'm here to push the narrative. Continue pushing forward. Let's go low-alcohol content beers this year. What is our... Uh, uh, oh, not just milds. Not just milds. It's like mild beers in general. You know what I mean? Low ABV ales. Table beers, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I said ales specifically, though, because lagers oh, yeah. are already on the way. But ales are generally easier for, to make for a lot more breweries. So. Yeah. Boom. Go mild or go home. Go mild or go home.
0: That's being workshop that's not a good that's not a good it's actually the official
1: tagline of the podcast go oh, mile no. or go home it'll be in the description of this one I promise hashtag, hashtag go hashtag. mild or go home
0: um, and I'm drinking a smell of money Nelson Sovin from Mardo I think I believe smell of money is their like well as it says they say a hop after each one so these are single hop like double IPAs they usually come in at like 8% oh nice yeah
1: they're a bit bigger I've had a couple of them in the past
0: They're very tasty. Definitely not mild beers. This is not a mild. (laughs) I know. I
1: just have to push my narrative.
0: (laughs) No, I love a mild. I have not had one recently, but I will. You will. I will drink more. I'm committing right now to drinking more lower ABV beers. I
1: mean, you did just have a Pilsner just before this one, so I think you're already helping the cause. Mm.
2: You're right. Yeah, I had a big thicky stout, so I'm not I'm not helping the cause. But you're going yeah, and,
1: backwards though.
2: Well, yeah, exactly. I need higher and higher you're, ABV. You're working beers. down.
1: We're working up. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna meet in the middle. As I discussed before, mics were on. It's Wet Wednesday. It's Wet Wednesday.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know beer, what that means. It's the
1: beer alternative to Thirsty Thursday <laughs> when you're out on a Wednesday <laughs> evening at LB yeah. Bay Shop. Shall we get into it? Well, we have a listener question.
0: Hit oh, it. nice. Robbie Clark again. Hey, um, Robbie. What up, Robbie? Bless him for sending so many questions, but his question was he was recently at a trivia night, and one of the questions was, what's the difference between stout and porter?
1: Did he give the answer that they said there? I really wish he did, because that might help me out personally. <laughs> well, it's it's such a blurred it's a blurred line now. It is. Yeah. I feel like
0: a porter is not as roasty. Yeah. Like, you're probably using less of those unfermentable, super dark... Um, like, you're going to use some for color, but you... Like, I think you'd use more, like, like uh, caramel malts. Or debittered uh, stuff, too. Debittered stuff, yeah. Cause I'm thinking of, like, peanut butter vibes. Right. When I was brewing that, cool. it was, like, like melanoidin. There's some caramel in there. Um, yeah. And some, like, heavier... English malt as the base. Heavier, I mean just like Golden Promise or Right, yeah, absolutely. Maris Otter. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. Um, floor, and then, ro-
1: floor malted. Are they are those floor malted? Maris Otter is. Huh. Well that's well, traditional
0: cool. Maris Otter is floor malted anyway. Oh. This was whatever Muttons has. I don't know if Muttons is <clears throat> floor malting anything, but Um Yeah, and then a stout, you're you know it's roastier. It's toastier. It's uh Higher ABV for sure. I mean that's I think, the biggest, that's the most historical yeah, point.
1: Yeah, we were talking about it about a little bit going into it, and it's like stouts came from stout porter. <laughs> it's like yeah. this is a stout version of a porter. So like you're done in the shipyard, you're having some beers on shift mm-hmm. or whatever. And you, you would couldn't, start
0: the day with a porter, yeah, you couldn't and get you would plastered. end it with a stout
1: porter. Yeah, you couldn't get plastered on shift, so uh yeah. gotta have that lower alcohol content beer, mm-hmm. porter. Porters for porters. Yeah, I mean when I think of the two as a like a non brewer
2: kind of going off what James was saying before about like uh sort of composition I would think of a porter being a little more malty and a little drier and stouts having more roast and they they can also be dry but I think and I could be totally wrong on this but I think especially with some older and maybe more abrasive styles of stout you get more hop you get more hop with it
1: you can stouts do Tend to be more hoppy, yeah. I stouts think. definitely tend to be a little bit hoppier, so it I mean, could be dry and hoppy
2: with the roast as opposed to just like dry and malty. Well,
1: porters also have a, a definite about of like herbal hoppiness, like uh, more uh, traditional like European and uh, UK uh, bittering hops sure. in them, like a fuggle. Yeah, or in yeah. But stouts also have that fuggle, EKG. depends, yeah, EKGs in there, but uh, did those, you
2: say fuggle or thuggle? I don't know the fuggle.
1: That means. I don't, no, I mean I just, word. I'm announcing the newest <laughs> variant of fuggle. It's called thuggle. It's the it's the badass version of fuggle. Yeah, <laughs> it's a rebrand. We're rebranding fuggle, right? now. Yeah, they're now. trying to yeah, <laughs> let's rebrand it. But uh, I think one of my favorite examples of like porter, like traditional English porter, yeah. is like I, I believe it's called Royal Roots from Confluence. They have it uh, once a year, maybe. Um, I, I think it's called Royal Roots. Watch this, everybody. Hey. No, phone, come on. Royal Roots from Confluence Brewing Company. I'm looking it up. My phone also put that <laughs> down, just so you guys know. Oh, great. Oh, no, it just looked up Confluence.
2: I don't know. So while Jack's looking it up, I mean, yeah. when I think of, like, Porter, and when I think of the style, I, I tend to think of Founders Porter. Like, that's, that's a, a good pretty one. It's a pretty, I mean, I know it's not Iowa beer, but it's, like, very oh, solid, fun. accurate, two-style, like, it's... Mal- it's malty and dry. Not overly, not overly roasty, not very high ABV. Um.
1: I was right. It is. It's called Royal Roots Porter hey. from Confluence. There we go. <laughs> what do, I, same thing with the same same idea, like Founders. Um, I, I think I talked about it on an episode a long time ago um, for how I got into beer. Uh, Black Butte from... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Black Butte. It's yes. like the perfect place. Like, I, I think it's um, a little bit more bitter than I think... English ones would be. Sure. Because sometimes I feel like English beers are traditionally like quote unquote under fermented. So they have a little bit of residual sweetness in them. And so like a lot of the super, super hyper dry ones, I wouldn't think and more bitter ones I wouldn't think of as, you know, the American versions of those beers are often more bitter. Like American stout is almost black IPA. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, what's not a good example of English beer? When you go to a local English bar around here, And you can tell they didn't clean their lines. Oh, no. Thank you very much. And you just want an old speckled hen? (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. It just tastes like trash. Yeah. (laughs) I love old
1: speckled hen, though. I don't think I've ever had it. It's good. It's good. It's great. What's interesting, though,
2: about Black Butte is that they have the other example, the other, like, like their, uh, their annual release Black Butte, so their anniversary one, so like Black Butte 20 Black or whatever. Black Butte with, a number.
1: Yep. with oh. a number.
2: Those are monster beers that could be mistaken for a stout. stout. And so that's just, it's just interesting about where where you know kind of the trend is right now because I think of the shoots two big releases, the Black Butte with a number, and then the Abyss. Those are both really good, really intense, thick, uh... Confusing beers because, like, you're like, oh, this tastes, this doesn't taste like a porter, but it tastes like a porter, but it's way more, it's like porter plus. I mean, yeah, because
1: <laughs> also, if you think about Iowa beer specifically, um, Lake Time has a peanut butter porter. Yeah. yeah. And everyone calls that a peanut butter stout half the time. Mm, and they it's do. just like, because it's sweet, because it's dark, and they just assume that it's a stout, but it's actually a porter. Right, right. With
0: well, an Oreo Speedwagon. Well, oh, yeah, go ahead. Me, <laughs> is a stout. Right. And they're both just like, Dark beers that are adjuncted to hell back. Right. They're tasty. I do. I like both.
1: I mean, we've talked about it last week a
0: lot. Yeah. We don't need to touch on that. Listeners, <laughs> if you'd like to hear more about adjuncted stouts in general, you can go back to...
2: Go Marathon, our last episode.
0: Yeah. I dare you to listen to it one day. I dare Maybe you. Maybe Saturday while you're cleaning the house or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. If you're just, like, replying to emails or working yeah. on spreadsheets. And you know what my... My tip is for episodes like that: set it to one point two five. No, all the time. You're nope. a one
1: point two five guy. Nope, I'm a, right? I'm a
0: 1.0.
2: I,
1: I like... always listen to podcasts at one point two five. I He's like things to do and more podcasts to That's listen to. That's fair.
2: Well, I've got a, an obscene amount to listen to. I'm so far behind, but I like the the camaraderie and the uh, the rhythm
0: of yeah. the show. Yeah, you get that, but quicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: No, it ruins it. <laughs> Anything else about stouts and porters, though? Sorry it, that it's, it's like a non-answer. Verdict almost. inconclusive. That's what I would say. Like we can go to the past and tell you the big differences and some of the brewing differences now, but like you know what I would do? I need well, him, to, Robbie, to write back in and tell I, us what yes. the trivia answer was. I want that,
0: and then also I would find two like classic examples of both. Try to find like an English porter and an English stout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and have them back to back. And you just higher ABV. And you write and different us. You tell us, we're asking it back to you. What is the difference between a stout and a portable? Mm. You could, I mean, go to, there's so many English, like, packaged bottles you can
1: find. Yeah. There are, yeah. So you go there and you tell us. Because we're not going to do the work for you. So I like that he, he asked a question and we're putting the homework back on him. Yeah. I mean, right. he already knows the answer if he listened to the trivia.
0: Yeah. Do one that. of those things then, fine. We'll give him a now. You either tell us what these trivia folks said. Or you go out and you do the research,
2: Robbie. And tell us so we can answer you better next time.
1: Yeah.
0: I so mean, the next time we, we someone did not else. answer it. It's just like,
1: it's a nebulous thing. We could say what it used to be in the past, and we could say what it is now, but it's so gray now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's fine. Styles can change over time, guys. It's orders, fine.
0: Orders are the mild to a stout's barley wine. Mmm.
1: You know I'm in when any time that barley wine is mentioned, I'm in. Yes, well, I
0: know it's
2: I know it's already like a categorization, but could like porters be the pale ale or
1: American pale ale to stouts IPA? What are you saying? We're just saying style to style. Why can't we just yeah?
3: Why
1: why can't we just say? Why can't we just say? We just say it? It used to be stout porter. <laughs> a porter is to stout what a porter is to stout. Yeah, you could also have there, mild there porters. That's the one. You could also have <laughs> You could have mild stouts Like it's fine Mild If you say English mild Generally it's a mild brown And it's good And it's good I'm, I got round two Yeah so The good. same one Cause I didn't need to Blast my palate yet. That's smart
0: Robbie I really hope That that answered Your question
1: Also thank you for Writing in yeah, Guys thanks for writing in
0: yeah. yeah Guys Do more Questions. Give them to us.
2: Send them in. Comment on social media. You we, can
1: email we us. We promise they won't just be. Oh, sorry. Hour at gmail.com. Send us your questions. We promise they won't always be non answers. Correct. Yeah. But we'll yeah. read them on, on there.
0: We will. That just reminded me we did have
1: some comments on a post. Oh.
0: Of questions. Oh. But they were all joke questions. Oh, well, we should read them out. Do you want me to find them? Yeah. Yeah, do it. All right. While we. <laughs>
1: Dig on over to this Let's go
0: Question one From David Phillips Good friend At Reunion Is it true that beer Is made with water And is therefore healthy
1: <laughs> Yes There's a reason in the past That people drank beer and wine right. More than water Sometimes Because you of can't like, trust your water yeah. like Beer is clean cleaner like that, Yeah, right? yeah. Just mm-hmm. ask the poor people of Flint, Michigan, who still oh, don't yeah. have clean water. Yeah. Now, don't give those kids beer, No. <laughs> but the adults, they're like living in whatever century frame. Dude, France. give them N.A. beer. Oh. oh. It's a pasteurized product, yeah. and it has carbs and other stuff. We in it. don't condone underage drinking even of non-alcoholic yes. beer,
0: but healthy. Could be. If there is an apocalyptic situation and you can't find clean water, but you happen to stumble upon a, a pallet of Budweiser N.A., <laughs> It is. if it's <laughs> apocalyptic I, it, you can't
1: find water those kids could drink yeah then, then
0: honestly the laws are out because yes. that's that's yeah. not the thing there are no laws at that point we should be
1: focusing on living because there's also Survival. carbs and calories in beer that could give you some sustenance just you, like the monks
0: yes exactly they're sipping on those beers and you can sip on NA beer or regular beer whatever beer you can find in the post-apocalyptic world
1: yes I hope Did I can find can some that. porters because if I find, like, if I go into, like, a warehouse and I find, like, hazy IPA that's, like, a year old, Fuck. like, I'm still probably going to drink it, but, like, I'd rather find any other type Jack's of beer. Jack's just
0: going to find big, thicky pastry stouts. Just, like, that, that's calories,
1: baby. In <laughs> the post-apocalyptic
0: future, Twinkie Stout, yes. Dude, think about it. A six-pack of a big, thicky stout, that's nearly a, a week's, week's worth, worth of <laughs> calories. Stout. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously.
1: You like you just split it in two, and you drink yeah, some in the morning, you, you drink some it, yeah, at night. Exactly, incredible. It's I mean, fine. they're not really carbonated anyway. You don't got to worry no. about that. All right, it, yeah, that'll right. get you through. Maybe attracting f- fruit flies would be like the only worry, but you know, you I'll put, put your the your bottle thumb cap up, really. back on there, yeah. Yeah, put the bottle. Do whatever you got to do. The worst thing would be finding like Drecker's overly
2: fruited sours because those have to be in a fridge. <laughs> if they haven't so exploded those- <laughs> by that point,
1: <laughs> I'm interested in their condition. <laughs>
0: They might you, need, them. You,
1: you might still need your fruit and veg In <laughs> <True. laughs> the most in future
0: Find your then Yeah, so Find your carrot sours Your carrot cake sours mm-hmm. there's, your, there's your vegetable
1: <laughs> Delicious
0: uh, Pete Mullaney Also a brewer at Reunion At which point does it cease to be beer And begins to being pee?
1: After it enters your gut Yeah, I think yeah. when it like leaves your kidneys Yeah yeah. Nailed it. Crushed it. <laughs> um,
0: Kaysen says, Kaysen Lee, is it true that they use alcohol to clean hospitals and therefore drinking beer is basically the same as being vaccinated for the flu, COVID, or any other illnesses? No. Yeah, it's probably a hard no on Hard there. no. Yeah. Different yeah. type
1: of alcohol. Yep. Um, but. No. We I mean, don't. yes, it's still no. It's still a no. <laughs> still a no. <laughs> but. You know, everyone, go get your flu and COVID vaccines. yes
0: are probably studies that show
1: having a beer or two a day is probably good for you. I don't know. Yeah, but there's probably a thousand other studies that say it's not. Like, I remember like they when I was choose. a kid growing up, like maybe when I was twelve or thirteen, a big study came out that was like a glass of red wine a day is great. Oh yeah. And then there was one that came out like last year or two years ago that was like a glass of red wine is bad for you. Don't do this you know yeah they do those studies with coffee all the time too it's like
0: flip flop flip flop flip flop yeah I think in that instance you need to find the research that most speaks to you oh my god and just guide your life in that manner he's not telling you the truth right
2: now (laughs) y'all he's saying that that with a twinkle in his eye
0: a twinkle in his eye mischievous twinkle in his heart Santa Claus has when he's eating (laughs) your cookies (laughs) geez exactly and that's why he's telling you cookies are good although I feel I feel like that's an absurd amount of cookies Eat. Can you imagine you're visiting millions of houses, and all you're eating is cookies? Yeah, he's not a human, though, And I don't milk? Think. He's a god. He is apparently one of the most strongest characters in the DC and Marvel universe. Good, he different should be. Different Santas, but interesting. I mean, were those two worlds to converge? Oof, super he, Santa. You're right. Or maybe he himself is just different aspects of the same being. Mm. and he low-key kind of Mm. he's in other realities Mm. he's all over he's like a Kang of DC (laughs) he's like yeah exactly he controls the timeline
2: a Kang of all realities and all multiverses he's like a metaphysical
0: kind of thing that connects us all
2: so is Krampus a dark universe version of Santa Claus then? no Krampus was someone else someone else okay
0: Krampus and Santa exist in the same. I mean, oh, if you're talking okay. about like lore wise, Krampus <laughs> oh, <really>? just like <laughs> beat kids up and shit, like yeah, them With sack. sticks and stuff. And it yeah. was like, you're bad.
1: Birch, birch branches, I believe. Yeah. I still, yeah. have,
2: have you guys seen the semi the 2010? We just Krampus? showed it.
1: We just showed it as oh, really? like alternative content last month. I've not it seen. It. I've heard sold it's out. Good. People yeah. love it. Yeah. I've, I've never heard seen it's like it. a cult, like a cult favorite. Wait, with Adam we're talking Scott? about movies. Yeah. we should move on oh, oh you're right we, if <laughs> we're this talking is, about movies this is, this is, this this is what our, our happens
0: yeah this our, is for our next um, next question yeah next question no that was it that was <laughs> okay, that's so, all the questions alright so nice we hammered out yeah poor questions look at that
1: um, shall we get into tots aka topic of the show yeah, even no, though, topic oh, man shout out to Bait Shot tots yeah oh, I thought like
0: you stop. said tots
1: and I was like I did say tots oh, topic man. of the show tots oh I like that I'm gonna write that down I stole that you did? Yes. From I listened to podcast. <laughs> of course I stole it. I'm writing it down anyway. Tots. The topic of the show. Who'd you steal that from? Uh, kind of funny. No one better come after us. Never heard of it. They go, now it's time for topic of the show. And the other two people on the show go, Tots, 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 Tots.
2: Oh. I love Tots. Okay, so now that you've explained it accurately to what happens, we definitely can't do anything like that, so no one comes after us. I mean, we could do Tots.
1: But, then, but Yeah, we just put our own spin on it. It's like sheesh, and everyone else goes sheesh. We're going tots, and we go tots, and we harmonize it. Ooh,
2: it good. Tots. You get the original pitch.
1: Tots. 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 Yes. That was great. A plus. So and okay, that's the sound bite it. every single time we go into tots. <laughs> oh, I love that. We'll get a cleaner version of it, y'all. <laughs> so, Jack...
0: The topic of the show, it was your idea. Yeah. So give it to us.
1: So I believe we started talking about this at the end of the last episode, and it probably got cut because Nathan hates (laughs) content. (laughs) Nathan hates coming up with content, and he hates brainstorming at the end of an episode when it needs to die. Yep. So half the reason we're at LBH Shop is because this is a great craft beer bar. Yes. In our great city of Des Moines. Yep. So I wanted to talk a little about what makes a great craft I want to say craft beer bar we can talk about other types of bars too if we if we want to but I want to start out with talking about what makes a good craft beer bar and then shift that into what makes a good or great brewery tap room and how those are different why they're different and then what we think feel and experience we can come up with examples too of different tap rooms and, and bars that we like and just uh talk about a little bit about that um and to start, I mean, let's 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 talk about El Bay Shop while we're here, right? Once again, shout out to El Bay Shop for letting us be here—not a sponsor—but like, what are some things? Like, if you've never been to El Bay Shop, you come in and it, it, it stands out. There's wood wooden wall panels. There are beer signage, old and new, all over the walls. Lots of neon. Uh, wood floors, wood tables, wood everything. And it also has 250 craft beers on tap. 200,
0: 262 taps.
1: 262 taps. Well, shout out.
0: And a huge, huge, sizable <laughs> uh, cooler with uh, a bunch of cans and, yeah, bottles, and bottles and stuff. Cans. You can get like mead here. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool selection. Um, yeah, it's been open since early 2000s.
1: I don't know. We'll have to check it while we're talking about it. I'll just yeah. say it's like... Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's been open for a long time now. It's been... As long as I've been drinking, it's been definitely open. Yeah, it's been sure, open yeah. for a long time before that. It was Mary Mary's before it, this. Yeah, and it, it's mm-hmm. in a spot downtown right next to the railroad tracks. Yeah. Because it used to be a bait shop. Yeah. Whoa. Imagine that. I know. Whoa.
0: Crazy. Imagine and then, that. And, but, and then on the other end, because this building is actually two restaurants. Yes. It's. I mean, it's the, the same sure. kitchen. They kitchen, yeah. Yeah. And we have the High Life Lounge, which is like a throwback to like your late 80s, early 70s grandma's or grandpa's basement. And the vibe's entirely
2: different over there, too. I have never walked through the door into High Life
0: Lounge. Really? You've never been to High Life? Nope. We're having a beer at High Life. I've only ever been a bait shop. Dude, High Life is 10 out of 10. It's a great, like. (laughs) But entirely different. We like it for different
1: reasons, though, right? I mean, you come
0: here to, like, you come to El Bait to, like, definitely try like beer that you can't get anywhere else yeah yeah. they really do like curate a killer selection they have like kegs in the back they're kept cold but of just like crazy years of like stout and strong ales barley wine stuff that they'll like break out they do events like coming up is actually barrel-aged brunch yes i've attended a
1: couple of times it's it's amazing
0: it's awesome and you do like You get, you come in the morning, and you get, I think, like, six punches or something like that. I believe that's right, yeah. And Uh, a delicious brunch. Yeah. Like, all you can eat, too. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, they close it down, too. It's not open to the public. They come out
1: with a lineup of the beers beforehand, as well, so you know what you're buying into. But oftentimes, you trust it, and it sells out pretty quick.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and listener, you should definitely go. I mean, they don't need advertising for brunch, because it sells out so fast. But... A fun Check. tip: If you come the next day, there's a lot of stuff still on tap. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which I have done before. Sure, it's awesome. Oh, Some of it absolutely. will tap out. though. Some of it will, yes, yeah. for sure.
0: Or I don't know if they pull kegs yeah. of like certain things, but like, like...
2: I got to try Richard the Whale for the first time. Oh, really? The day after Beer Geek Brunch, they so they had up. like five or six different Richards on tap. Oh, And nice. then they had two two of the years left over the next day. Oh, nice. Still on the tap list. Oh. Yeah, so.
1: Uh, Also, another thing, shout out to El Bay Shop specifically, before we go on, like, what we look for out of craft beer bars, like, they also do a lot of supporting of Iowa craft beer. Yeah. They sponsor the uh, guild's events a lot of the times. They host a all-Iowa-specific little giant, yeah, uh, small mini festival in late summer, usually, right? It was... September?
0: Wasn't it September? I think think it was was. September. It was, yes. It was. Yeah, I
1: think it was early September. Yeah. And uh yeah. and they do they do a lot of supporting and promoting IO craft beer. Yeah. And they have a ton of Iowa craft beer on yeah. tap.
0: They do. This is sometimes the only place you can get uh stuff on tap too. Like Yeah. I'm trying to like this was like a few years ago it was the only place you could get like Saftig, which is like the flagship Yeah. Uh, pulpit. Yeah, I was going to say beer. I don't see
2: Pulpit on tap often around town, but they
0: have three or four from
2: Pulpit on tap today as we're recording.
0: Yeah, same with uh, Dimensional, Mardo, you know, these yeah. places that are making killer beer, but they're like... If they're going to
1: distribute to a bar in Des Moines, it's going to be it's going to El
0: Bait. Like El Bait, Iowa Tap Room. like those are going to be the two places to see it, but I feel like El Bait has even, I don't know, it gets some of the other stuff yes. that, you, that you wouldn't see, like at Taproom.
1: A taproom lot of non-flagship also, stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. So I feel like Iowa Tap Room is a really good place to go for like... Here's a taste of Iowa, and yes. you're gonna yeah. get like
2: you're gonna get everyone's flagships, and then a couple a couple unique beers from yeah. m- maybe most or ha- like half of yeah. the breweries that they they carry. Right. I think
0: it's more curated here. Yeah, I mean, yes. both are good places to go grab a beer. But like, I yeah. like Bait a lot because I used to work at Cabco. It's literally a, a three minute walk for me to go, oh, so yeah. I come down here to have a beer with lunch or meet people after work. Um, well, let's get into what yeah, let's what,
1: what we like about craft beer bars and what we look for in craft beer bars specifically. Like, name some things that you, if you go to a craft beer bar that's not El Bay Chop somewhere else, what do you want to see at this craft beer bar? Honestly,
0: besides the craft beer, I do want to see a decent selection of, like, this. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I want to switch it up between, like, you know, maybe I want a rum and coke or something. Or if we got a nice bourbon selection, maybe I wanna kick back with a little bit, you know, nightcap. Sure. Let me get some whatever, you know. Bourbon's I, I,
1: hot. Yeah, I like that. And also we can't forget sometimes the people you're with don't all like craft beer. Oh, good. And point. if they don't have domestic beer, yeah. Cocktails is a good other entry for these people that like you can get to go to this place with you. Yeah, or
2: wine as well. Or like,
1: wine, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, for me I want I, yeah. I, I agree with that. I think when I when I go out to a craft beer bar, um because I, I do maybe put a little bit of a distinction between like a craft beer bar versus just a bar that has yeah. good craft beer, has good spirits. Like I do think of El Bait Shop as like a craft beer bar. Or yeah. beer styles out in West Des Moines as oh. a craft beer bar. And Cellar Peanut I, pub. Cellar Peanut Pub, yeah, exactly uh uh global brew out yeah. on, so I live on the west side oh. of town, so there 's oh yeah. Like yeah 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 Des Moines, sorry, small tangent Des Moines has straight hitters for craft beer bars mm. it's it 's stupid like i 'll go to other cities and be looking for craft beer bars, and our third or fourth best craft beer bar if it were just picked up and dropped in another city would be their best craft beer bar. Probably, yeah. It's just, it's it's obscene. Like, I, and I think that's so it's so cool. It also makes me a little bit disappointed when I go to other places.
1: Well, I think a lot of those <laughs> other places are so entrenched with their stuff already and, like, yeah. we're smaller and growing still, right? Yeah. Where, like, we latch on to craft cells for some people. Yep. So you have to... Identify yourself as something that's different. Yep. But a lot of those bars and other places like don't have a lot of room, right? To grow or are super established. Yep.
2: And I've never, and I've looked, I've never been to another Albate Sure. I've never found a place that's like yes. with a selection like Albate The closest so, thing
1: in Iowa I can think of is Peanut Pub.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Peanut like, I get I.
1: In yeah, Pella you know what? specifically, and yeah, then Newton too, but it's diff- entirely different vibes.
0: Sure. I guess, you know what, that's actually another good point, too, is that, like, there probably are some other craft beer bars. Like, I'm sure there's some on the east and the west side of Iowa. Yeah. But I'm not as familiar with those. I yeah. feel like bars themselves, like these craft beer bars, don't get, don't garner as much hype. They're way more local-focused. Yes. Yeah. So, like, El Bait is, is obviously different because it kind of, first of its kind in Iowa, like, this is where, like, people would make the trek out here to try stuff. Yep. But now that it has, like, bars and... The selection of craft beer is becoming more ubiquitous.
1: Yeah. Accessible. Yeah, Access- for sure. Accessible
0: is a better word, yeah. So it's it's easier for people to get that stuff, and there's more bars coming up. But I don't know of any other bars, and I'm sure there are. Like I'm sure if, if you, you have Dubuque, your favorite
1: craft beer bar in a different city that's not Des Moines, comment in the... Ch- in yeah, the, in the, yeah let us sure. know. Yeah.
0: We, if we need to road
2: trip, we need to road trip. Yeah. So I'll go back to the things that I love. I just want to say one more yeah. thing about no, Bait. I'm sure I'll say more. But, like, with the high selection, they're all hitters. Like, I don't think there's a single miss on the tap list, and I think that's special. So when I go to a – when I look for a craft beer bar, I don't drink a lot of the same beer twice. I, yeah. I a lot of times I look for new experiences of beer I've never tried before. So that's sort of the first thing I I look to is, like, what what's new? What have I not tried And are they getting uh, new stuff somewhat regularly? Or are they getting stuff that I'm like, holy cow, I've never seen this here before. Again, we're in Des Moines, so sleeper hit for Des Moines. Uh, It's not a craft beer bar, but the cheese bar has an obscene quality tap list. It's a small tap list, but I would say tap for tap Hits as hard as Albae
1: does. Their bar manager used to be a <laughs> bar manager here, I believe. <laughs> Not a joke. I forget his name. But is it uh, Andy Grooms? It is Andy. Yeah, it yeah, is Andy. A, That's
0: awesome. I, I think you I've met He worked here him in for a passing. long time. Yeah, he did. He is very smart. Yes. Yeah. He comes to beer and airing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then, the, so. and then at a beer bar, what else
2: I look for is I look for... I want... I want really tasty bar food. Like, I want just, like, mm, straight, yeah, food is definitely normal, important. like, you got your burgers, you got your wings, you got your fried food, like, you've got your greasy bar food, and, like, it's just good. Like, you've got your greasy bar food at places where you're like, I could definitely tell that that burger patty has been cooked and frozen at the packing plant. <laughs> yes, yes. I want to avoid that. I want just, like, good, tasty Bar food at a beer bar. I'm not necessarily looking for an elevated food experience. I'm looking for what is just gonna what's going to hit my lizard brain.
1: Yeah, it just hit it hard. I don't expect every craft beer bar, bar in general, to have a kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It definitely elevates them to a higher place when they do have. I'm more likely to go there if I'm going to go have a few beers. Yep. Yeah. If they they have food food, or a food truck available. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of option,
0: or if I can like. I guess if I can get it in, I'm more more apt to like come yeah. here just because all in one check, blah 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 blah.
2: But it's really cool when beer bars will be like, hey, here are our neighbors who have all this food. Sure. You can order their food and get it here. Yeah. Like, I
0: some think some sort of, of option for food. Yeah, and that's something we've. That is kind of a conversation right now in 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 breweries. It's like yeah. yeah. I think a a a brewery now that might be in planning or it's, it's going to be opening soon needs food yeah like it's just and that definitely applies to I guess it doesn't quite apply to
1: a bar I guess it's really contextual too like where's the neighborhood and stuff yeah yeah. I mean we can talk about that when it comes to breweries too in a second sure but okay so those are the things that I really look for what do you guys look for I well I think one of my biggest things when I go into a craft beer bar specifically is personality or bars in general if they have yeah. their own distinctive personality yeah like we said it earlier El Bait Shop and High Life Lounge two very yeah. distinct personalities in the same building Cellar Peanut Pub the Pella version like exposed brick walls you know different types of stuff they have peanuts you can eat and Mm -hmm. you know smash around and do whatever Yeah. and and different types of signage on the wall and then like even the Cellar Peanut Pub in Newton is more like Mm -hmm. a beer hall so it's more Ah. open more spacious I like I like the closeness of some bars and I like the openness of some other ones but I like I like places that have a clear distinct personality that's not just like cookie cutter
0: Yes, I was gonna say off of that like too sanitized. Like I want yes. it to be like for a bar especially. I want it to be like lived in. Lived in is yeah. I was gonna say grungy or like grungy in a good way. Uh, there should be a patina. Yeah, you know of like <laughs> of yeah ex- exact lived in is perfect because it really should look like someone comes here, someone comes here, and this works is here, and like people are place coming in all the time. Like look at the floors. You can mop those floors a million times. And they're going to look like that. I'm sure it looked like that when um, Harry Mary's was here. So, I, you know, not t- it's, it's good. Like, you come in here and you're like, this is 110% of bar. For yep. sure. And they just happen to have all this, like, all these beers on tap. But I mean, if you just look at the walls and stuff. Like, they got some cool murals that were painted on. They got. A thousand beer signs, like some really yeah. like cool and old ones too. Like there's like like announcements of like here was a, a day that Surly came down and
1: they had all these beers. Or, uh Bourbon County Stout Day.
0: Oh my god. That's like how old do you do 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 you think is this one is
1: old looking one. I don't know, but it's signed by Very somebody old. from uh Goose, from Goose I think. Island, yeah. yeah. Bruno, thanks for all your business. Oh yeah.
0: But yeah, you come in here, but then there's other bars, too. Yeah, what's like another go, bar
1: with cool personality that's not, like, one of these ones?
0: I think keg stand is kind of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, they used to have a piano as their... I know, and they took it all out, which, I mean, makes sense. I mean, sense. it was old and dirty. Oh, dude,
0: I'm sure it was straight up rotting inside. Yeah. Like, we didn't see that, but wood and wetness don't go together very no, well. No, generally. Um, Yeah, but going off of your point, yes, that's uh, 100% agreed. Personality. Yeah,
1: personality, Good vibe.
0: Yeah, there you go. I should mm-hmm. come in and just feel comfy
1: Yeah, or whatever, you know. It's Which like- I think is a big thing that craft beer bars have over other types of bars as they try. Some people try too hard and then it becomes sanitized. Yeah, for sure. And not a great feel. Mm-hmm. But, okay. yeah. yeah. I don't want to give examples of bad ones because I'm not trying to be negative. So, or, yeah, or- just there's places that I, I just... I'm, Uh, it's not a craft beer bar, but another place that has its own distinct personality and vibe is Black Sheep in Des Moines. Yeah, It's that basement bar. It's mostly tequila and tequila-based stuff. Uh It's not craft beer, but I just like when a place has a vibe and a personality.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're making an experience.
1: Yeah. Like, they want you to come in
0: and be like, oh, yeah, I was at Black Sheep last night, and it was like, not going to forget that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really impressive when they do that, and sometimes that stuff isn't, like, planned, right? It just becomes, like, I don't know if they thought ten. 12, 15 years ago, whenever i opened, that they thought this is what 2023 was going to look like in January. Yeah. Right. But it's awesome. Like, people just, like, slap stickers up
1: for breweries. I have a Even couple like, Flicks ones here somewhere.
0: A bunch of labels and stuff. It's fun. You just, you just put stickers somewhere. They're just, like, everywhere. Just, it's crazy. I
1: feel um, bad for them sometimes when they're not cool stickers. but.
0: What else do you look forward to, Jack? Or what do you, what do you look for in a bar?
1: Uh, beer selection, but I mean, El Bay Chop has that in spades. Yeah. Um, but like, I know a ton of people always complain about breweries only having IPAs. So I like I like seeing people have a good mix of stuff. And craft beers bars specifically, I would like to see a decent amount of local. It doesn't have to be all local, but wide styles and at least a decent local selection. Local. Um, yeah. Um, regional. Regional nice. is good like, too.
0: Yeah. We just got like cross drain. Which, that's on, like, Pequod, too, being able to bring a bunch of stuff in.
1: Yeah, for sure. Which is nice. But, I mean... Food's definitely up there for me, though, too. What about you? Anything else, you guys, before... I
0: I would say, like, I like knowledgeable staff.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, like, someone who can, like... Like, when I worked here, we were encouraged to try the new beers. Like, because Tuesday is is when new stuff goes on tap. Yeah. So, like, you're encouraged to be like, okay, we just got, like... Whatever, cross train just came in, you should try fairy nectar because there's probably gonna be a lot of people asking for it since that's their flagship, right? Right. And so you try it, you know, gather your notes, try to be somewhat knowledgeable on it. And then when you come in here and you're like intimidated by the menu, maybe, you're like, I just want something crispy. And they're like, I really like Pin Seeker from Humble Forager. How about
1: let's try that?
0: And they're pretty generous with the samples here. Yeah, they'll give you yeah. a sample too so you yeah. can try it. For and sure. not charge
1: you an arm and a leg yeah. for it. Yeah.
0: And I mean, be chill about it. Don't be that guy that comes up and, and gets 50 like,
1: samples. Oh my god. Oh. It's just like... I, that is a frustration I have. Also, be understanding if they can't give you a sample of something. Like, Dude. if there's a barrel-aged blank, and they go, I can't give you a sample of that because we don't have a ton of it, that's fine. Yeah. It, it, it's just how it is. If, if you like that style of beer, there's a reason you're ordering it. Exactly. It's like if you hear barrel-aged stout with fucking
0: you know, Oreos and marshmallows... And Pop-Tarts, okay? You should have an idea of what this is going to taste like. Don't go and be like, can I get a sample of that? No. Order your four ounces for $12, okay? <laughs> and you enjoy it. For sure. That shit's like 12, I'm sure it's 15% or whatever. Yeah. Well, let's... Which we're going to see more now. That the IDB's been raised, yeah. Yeah. raised. Oh, yeah. Raised. Raised? Yeah, he went to 23. 23. I mean we're yeah. working on it Maybe next yeah. year We'll bring it up At the guild meeting
1: Yes, yes. Thank you Just be energy. like, uh, yeah. Excuse
2: me uh, On behalf of our producer
1: 18 is okay Where's 23 <laughs> specifically Yeah we need 23 But uh, let's keep driving this car Yeah Yeah. I shifted. it sh- We were in neutral there for a bit We're going forward a okay. little bit So we talked we're about back. What we like about craft beer bars And what we look for there Oh And it's going to be a very different One more thing Go ahead I like the longer hours because you can get a little rowdy. That's true, you know? yes. It, they are generally open later.
0: Like, it's great to, like, you can be at a craft beer bar and be good, patient, get a little buzzed, you know, like, still have a good time, and then go to the bar and that's where you get rowdy. So, bars are for getting rowdy after 10. Be
1: nice to your servers. Always still, be nice. And Always yeah. be nice.
0: If you're not nice, I don't like you. And probably don't
2: start fights with n- people. In a bar. Usually. Just in general.
1: Yeah. One time at El Bait Shop, which is here. <laughs> yeah. It was 10 o'clock at night. Uh-huh. Uh, I was here with uh, you were one. You are getting rowdy? I wasn't getting rowdy. But some dude that was with a wedding party reached over the bar, grabbed one of the bartenders, and, like threatened to hit him.
2: Oh, my goodness. What? And
1: the rest of the wedding party had to come up, grab this dude, and then he broke away from him and tried to actually punch him again. And then, like Whoa, they, they had earth. to be drug. The dude had to be drugged, and they were wasted when <laughs> they got in here. And I believe the bartender was saying no to serving him specifically, while the rest of the wedding party had beers and stuff.
0: Well, I heard it was because he asked for a sample of, of a, a barrel-aged beer. <laughs> beer <laughs> yes, that's exactly. That was full of <laughs> so marshmallows, Oreos, place and pop tarts. Don't be
1: that type of rowdy.
0: No. Yeah. For, no. I, when I say rowdy, I mean like you're, you're kind of on one, right? Like you're having a good time. You're having. You've had many beers and you're you're, you're taking an Uber that night. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna take full advantage of that Uber. Right. Within limits, I guess. I mean I don't know. Limits to drinking heavily? You know what I mean. Yes. I'm not saying yes. try to fight people. No.
1: <laughs> no, you're just having a really good time and maybe you're a little bit loud. Well, yes. Maybe you're a little bit goofy.
0: Having animated conversations? hmm Fine. Yeah. But yes. yes. So that's that's another thing for bars. That's what I do like. I do appreciate them staying open till two. I'm rarely ever out till two. Oh, yeah. I'm an old man now. I've been but, an old man as well. You know, in the times you get a hair up your butt, and maybe you've been at breweries, and someone's like, Do you want to go to a bar and get a shot? That's where it starts. It's usually where it goes downhill. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you need those nights to keep you humble. True. In whatever esoteric poetic way you can ascribe to that that's up to you
1: listener It's up to you I don't
0: care how you interpret it and
1: now that's I'm what gonna, I'm telling you and now I'm gonna shift it back forward yeah okay so we talked about all that stuff let's talk about how, how that and everything we just said is different from what we look for in a brewery tap room sure because you go to them for different stuff yep. and you expect different things yes like here's I'll start with this one thing I expect a lot of brewery tap rooms to have and not all because every brewery is different too is like a lot of them have board games and I'm not generally oh. going to bars to play yeah, board games. I'm not talking, like, you know, backgammon or chess or something. I'm no. talking about, like, a real board game. Catan. Yeah, Catan. Everyone knows what that is. And, like, yeah. a lot of places, like, every brewery room is different, though, too. But, like, that's one thing I ex- expect from some bre- And it depends on the vibe and the personality. Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. one thing I think I see more often at breweries because they're a bit quieter and not rowdy. I think of 515. For yeah. board games? Like, When
0: I go there, well, I mean, even on the tables, they have all those trivial pursuit Mm -hmm. questions. So you can just do those. Like when Grace and I go there, we just do that for while we have our drink, a beer or two. And it feels like, yeah, I like that more like bookstore kind of vibe. Not Mm. bookstore, but I mean, like. I mean, not every tap room is like that, though, too. Some are like that, though. But yeah, for sure. And that's nice. I like that. Yeah, because you can go there. It's chill. No one's gonna bother you. You can play your games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's great. And still drink good beer. Yeah. And you're you are like you're gonna have other people that are there for like craft beer. So you're yes. not gonna have like and this isn't at every bar, but I mean a bar you're more likely to run into like a townie who houses ten bush lights and gets sloppy drunk and starts drinking jack. It's like you're not really gonna find that at a brewery, because one, there's no alcohol there, and uh, it's not really the place. I feel like breweries have a higher, a lower tolerance for bullshit from their customers. Yes. Where it's a lot, you're more likely to see like someone at a brewery be like cut off and be like, "You have to go." Mm-hmm.
1: They're
0: not gonna, they're not gonna tolerate drunk people. Right. In a bars, it's a little more common.
1: It's because you would know them. It feels, it feels more tight knit, more familial, more of a relationship. Yeah, more of like you know a family sort of. Because
0: you're like participating. Feeling. You're when you go to a brewery, you're specifically participating in one brand. Like right. Like it's kind of like brand. There's a higher awareness of the brand, and it's almost like a loyalty kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I see that really heavily when I when I bartended at Five One Five. Every brewery's like this. Every brewery has its stands. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But Five One Five had huge regulars. That was like you knew. On, like, Tuesday, so-and-so was coming in. Right. Like, him and his wife were coming in. They were going to drink two or three beers, and then they were going to leave. And it happened every Tuesday. And same with the Reclaim, too. Like, there's couples there that still go there. When, when Mason and I were bartending there, you always knew them. They were always coming in. They had their order. Like, Mason bartended way more than I, than I did. But when he saw certain people coming in, he was already pouring their beers.
1: I mean, that happens at bars though too, but it's like a different thing when sure. it's like like small bars, yeah. And townie bars, yeah. But it's yeah. different because you're like supporting someone's quote-unquote craft, right? It's like, yeah. They make their own product. You are coming in to support Joe, who you know on a personal level.
0: Yeah, like, I think that's like a subconscious thing too because you're so you can be so connected to not just the ownership but the like the people who are literally producing that, right? Like, yeah, we know people that work here. Um, it is very similar. I guess all right. bait's not the best example for what I'm talking about no, these kind no of no bars, no. like, yeah, because bars is such a huge loose thing, term, yeah. But I think we all know where we're
1: talking about. Right. And
0: absolutely, it's like participating in that and like a lower level, lo- a lower level of acceptance for bullshit. Yeah. Like,
1: so what's what's one thing? If you go to a brewery tap what what do you look for from a good brewery tap room what's one thing you want to see when you go to a brewery one thing I want to see yeah what's one thing you expect not expect what's one thing you like if you go to your, if you think about your favorite brewery tap room what what is one thing that they have that not everybody else has oh man that's a great question Nathan, do you have a thought on that yeah um
2: I don't know if I have one about that specifically, but I do have my, what I'm looking for at a tap
3: room. Loop sure, loop yeah. Room.
2: So, I know we talked about this on the, the bar, craft beer bar thing, but for me at a brewery tap room, um, I am looking for distinct style and uh, a feel to the place. I, I'm, I'm okay with going into a bar that just feels like a bar, but I think I do like different Tap rooms having their own aesthetic identity. Like Lua feels different from Confluence, feels different from 515, feels different from Lion Bridge. Like I like all that. I like when I go to a brewery a tap room, I want to see where the magic happens. Right. I want to see the brewing vessels. Oh, I want to yeah. see people working. I like big windows where I can just like fly oh, in the I hate you. He's one of those. I, <laughs> one of those. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I mean I don't do that. But I like I want I want to see. This is this is what I'm here for. Like, I want to see.
1: It's a brewery. You want to see where the beer is made.
0: Exactly where the magic happens. I want to see where the magic happens. You know, I on that too. I think what people appreciate, and I do too when I travel, is like uh, if it's possible a brew tour. Yes. Just because, like, just what you're saying is like I want to see what people are doing. Yes. And then. Wait, boys, do we need another round? Yeah, I do. Can I get a? I'm gonna. We're getting mild. I'm gonna take um,
1: compensation.
0: Compensation. Can
2: I get a like a, a, a small pour of
1: Spice Must Flow? Can I get? Oh, it? I love that beer. I'm switching. I'm going to the Brillo Tie. Can I get a Brillo Tie, please? So,
3: Ooh,
1: audible. Yeah, I completely agree with the brewery tour. I think
2: maybe more broadly, uh, accessibility. Like, oh yeah, like sure. Yeah. Accessibility yep. to. I, I'm not saying that I need to like just hey. I'm at i I'm at a spot. Let me see the brewer. I have to talk to them. No, but, but you're like, right. You're right. But broadly, more accessibility to people on the team because, like, I am a craft beer enthusiast, and yeah. so getting a chance to talk to
1: like like
2: like when I was regularly going to Lionbridge, I would see Quentin, you know, the owner, head brewer, yeah. all the time. And if it wasn't crazy, I could say I could say hi. I could talk to him about like, oh my gosh. That, you know, what you made last week blew my mind. I was so impressed. That accessibility to the people who are brewing, who yeah. are pouring their heart and soul into their craft, I, I really look for. Is this why uh, you tackle? just
1: ordered a uh, Lionbridge beer <laughs> as well? Yeah,
2: maybe. I mean, when... I- we can and gas Quentin up. Hey, you know, Quentin, you have
1: great hair. A good example of that, too, I think, is five, if we go back to 515 again, it's just like the bar. The brewery is literally right behind the bar. Literally. And you will see Barb. Yeah. And Barb is a huge personality there, and she's part of what makes 515, 515. And especially at these smaller breweries, it's just like the brewer is part of the personality of the place. Yeah. And I think saying good Barb
0: is a personality is like an understatement. <laughs> True. I mean, and I yes. can't wait for her to be on the podcast because... I was telling Zach about her today because he hasn't met her.
1: Zach's and, never met Barb?
0: No, and I was like, Barb is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, when we were all up at, well, except Jack, up at iBest. Brag about it. Barb was on one. It was awesome. That was the first time I'd, like, kind of hung out with her and, like, drank with her. <laughs> when none of us were at our bar. So it was, like, yeah. fun. But, like, yeah. she's a card for sure.
2: Okay. I want to share my last thing that I look for, and then we can keep moving on. If a brewery or taproom has food... I look for food that is conscientious of the beer. Mm. So it is the food they make complements the beer and vice versa. The food that they make may use elements of the beer. I love that one that's as well. I adore that. Uh, like seasonal menus as well. Like I I love seasonal seasonal menus and specials. I really like I am actually, while I'm not looking for that at a craft beer bar. I am looking for a more food experience at the breweries that do have food. Like if a brewery or tap room, uh, yes. thank you. You know I'm not gonna like not support a place if they just have like normal bar food at a brewery or tap room. Like I right. get yeah. how hard the cert- I get how hard food is and the kitchen is, but like when a brewery has something that really elevates, whether it is every. Every item on their menu has their beer cooked into it or used in some way, or seasonal menu, or 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 is complimentary. That's those are special marks for
1: me. I think you're absolutely right, and I, I think when somebody a, a place can't do the menu menu, like they don't have their own kitchen, I love when they bring in local food trucks. Yeah, I love local food trucks. Period. Yep. Yeah. So I love when people like if you don't have your own kitchen, I love when they bring in the local food trucks. I'm not big on the like I get you know it's just like you have the restaurant next door and if the restaurant next door is local I'm 100% down for it as well but like not if it's like here's no offense to Andrew but I know there's a pizza ranch right next to yeah uh, Brightside <laughs> so I know I guarantee people bring over a pizza ranch all right. the time and eat in his tap room but I wish it was like pizza I,
2: ranch is an Iowa institution Jack
1: I still hate pizza <laughs> ranch we've talked about this but uh, I, I if it was like, Pete's Pizza in Altoona, I'd be like, yes, absolutely. Team up with Pete's Pizza.
0: The food at a brewery should make me as hard as it is to make. What? Mm. Mm. I was mulling over this. Yeah, I was like, that's the, the best that. way you to say to this?
1: That. You want the, the food to be should as be these... hard as it is. No. no. You want the food to be, they put in the same effort they do in the food as the brewer does into the beer?
0: No, I should have a massive... No, uh, stop. That's the joke I was trying to formulate. It didn't work, and now I'm grossed. Like, it's hard to make the food. The effort they put into the food, my body should be putting into...
1: Your blood should be going downstairs.
0: This is just bad. It's not good. This is two episodes in a row I've had bad
1: jokes. You had a really good Uh, one that was snuck in last time, though. What was it? I was cool with that. Mm-hmm. We Get can move the on. Jack off.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Still bad. Well, that one was bad, but you had a great comment about Jack when Jack comes. That was good. Oh, yeah. Terrible. <laughs> that was, Terrible. Good. <laughs> that was Terrible. good. That was good. Uh, Throwback. do Go throw uh, that one again. <laughs> so, tap right. rooms. Tap, tap rooms. rooms. <laughs> but,
1: so, they're different for a reason. I feel like I'm, I mean, Bay Shop has a restaurant and stuff, so sometimes families come here for craft beer and stuff, just like the uh, couple families that are right next to us right now. But what like, is
0: your opinion? Do you think, do you think a place like El Bay is more kid friendly than your just tap room? Do you think tap rooms should should be kid friendly?
1: Brewery tap rooms? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it depends on the vibe and what you're going for as a brewery. Because if you're if you are in a small town, you got, I think, You have to be. I think you have to be. But if you have multiple breweries in a in a town, it depends on what you are what you are selling. Mm. Like Flix. I'm not the biggest fan of our actual taproom space. I'm not saying that it's great. But we're more family-friendly than a lot of places because we're a movie theater, and that's yeah, just part yeah. of our thing. And we have a kids' menu and all that stuff. So we're a little bit we different. You still make money on kids. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, denying them to come in means you might not get traction with other local people, especially if your brewery is, like, in, in a small town, or if it's in a, like, high, highly touristy place. Yeah, Like, sure. if people are traveling through, they want to go to your brewery, but if you don't allow kids in there, they're less likely to come into your place. And now, should you come in with poorly behaved children? Absolutely not. But th- then you as a parent should know that. But that doesn't mean every single child should be not allowed into yeah, your brewery. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
0: It's, you know, it's something I think about sometimes. like, would... It ben- what's the benefits and the n- benefits
1: the negatives the positives
0: and the negatives tell me tell me oh my three God. negatives
1: of bringing kids in that are behaved yeah. and well behaved yeah I, I mean if they're just
0: like chilling they're sipping on their root beer yeah
1: that's fine you sold them a root beer I assume
0: yeah you just made For a few dollars crackers. on that kid Give and you got their parents sales pack of Cheez-Its you know what I don't like in a brewery this is a pivot that's fine we can talk about that too when they charge you for bar snacks. I mean, but depends on the bar snack, I think. I was at a brewery in Boston, and it was just popcorn and, like, Cheez-Its mixed up in a bag.
1: It was like a fifty a bag. How big was the bag?
0: Not very big. Oh, okay. If mm-hmm. it was huge,
1: I'd be like, absolutely, sure. What about a pickled egg? i am paying for a pickled egg.
0: What brewery has pickled eggs?
1: I wish more. I love pickled eggs. Oh, disgusting.
2: I think if there's, like, bars or breweries that have, like, they are purchasing someone else's fancy pretzels, It's and they're selling those. Of
0: course. Those are all over right now, and they are good pretzels, and I will give you money for those. I'm saying if you have the cheap pub mix that I know cost you (laughs) next to nothing. 515 doesn't
1: charge for that. They don't have it anymore, though. Yeah, they have the small tubs of pretzels, like everybody else does. Well, exactly, right.
0: Because yes, you should be making your nut where you can. I said this last time.
1: Yeah,
2: but I agree, though, James. I've been in places that have like they literally have a popcorn maker in the corner, and they're just like take your, your, your popcorn. popcorn. Like, yes. be, be a reasonable adult, reasonable person, but take your popcorn. Like, we're
0: not charging yeah. you for it. That's I guess that is a that's a nitpick kind of thing. Yeah.
1: For our happy hour, we used to give away popcorn as well. What? Really? Mm-hmm. No more? Ooh. Actually, I, I, I think it's still supposed to be the case, for, but that's tap room only, maybe. Can't
0: oh, okay. get that in the theater. Oh, right.
1: Yeah, that oh. makes sense.
0: I wish you guys did have
1: a more... We have a huge happy hour.
0: No, no. I I think
1: the Flick's happy hour is actually one of the best. Half-price queso, half-price... Yeah. A couple other things. Yeah. Cheese curds. Well, and then your flagships are like... $3. $3 Incredible. for a pint? Yeah. yeah. Incredible.
0: That's five beers you can pick from. Okay, yeah. so four? I have four. That's still... I nah, know not we're not talking
2: that. about, like, the stuff that we look for, stuff that we like. I do have one thing that I, I wish I had. Uh-huh. I want to add that. So it's, it's not quite a nitpick. And you guys could tell me that, oh, here's where you could totally do that, and you have just been missing out. Uh-huh. I want a bar or brewery that would have... So like, I love going to a coffee shop to read a book or work on this podcast, like after the fact, I would love to go to a bar or brewery where I could sit in a comfy space and drink beer and read a book. Or drink beer and work on the podcast. Just go to
1: quieter tap rooms because, like, once again, it's the vibe that you're looking for. I wouldn't go to Lua and do that. Yeah. But depending on the hours of five one five, I could do that. Yeah. If you're at Lua between like eleven and two. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this is this quiet.
0: man still has to work. Oh, afterwards. Sorry. Yeah. I'm um, so just trying to think of like five one five. During the week. Yeah. Or get but, a little rowdy on Fridays. But even like on the weekends and stuff like that.
2: Like on the weekends, uh, places are busy, which is is good. Like get, yeah, get business. But like if I was it's sort. It's like I, in Cedar Rapids I worked at a coffee shop that had 12 tap handles and a liquor license oh wow and we only served craft beer on the tap handles okay uh, so we only served Iowa beer on the tap handles sorry mm. and I loved that it was a coffee shop that I could just go to and get a beer at the coffee shop and have coffee shop vibes coffee shop reading working whatever and have a beer or a coffee and so I like I guess maybe I'm just wishing for more craft shops that have tap handles.
1: Library <laughs> Brewing Company, where it's just chill vibes. Oh. That and, the t- great. and the taps are built into a bookshelf. I, all, all right, boys, it, I business, yeah. business idea. Shut this conversation down, cut <laughs> it. Cancel the podcast again. Oh, God. Too many good ideas coming out.
2: All right. Was there... A, sorry. So that was a little bit of a tangent from my end, but I feel like I had, had to share that. I mean, you can that. absolutely uh, say what you
1: the dream things to look yeah. for is. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm trying to... It's just... The vibes are always going to be different between breweries and yeah. tap... Or craft beer bars and tap rooms. And purposefully yeah. so. Because what you're going there to do is... The goal is probably different, Yeah, too. And
2: I've thought of, like, Confluence, too. Like, that's a big enough space that I feel like I could get... On a non-busy time of confluence, I could get in the booth and read a book. Can I say it be no
1: big deal? A negative thing, but then spin it into a positive thing. Yeah. And, and John Martin can come after me if you would like. Uh, One thing that I hated about like brewery tap rooms ten years ago or so is that we just started Iowa just started to be allowed to have brewery tap rooms. A lot of the times before yeah. then, you could couldn't have a tap room inside of your brewery. And Confluence opened up like right after that. And their tap room was the widest, most open airplane hangar of a place where it was loud and echoey. It, it was super industrial, super sanitized, hardly anything in there. I just want to give them such a compliment for the glow-up that that space has had between the murals on the walls, the tap, the, the chairs, the tables, the booths are still the same. Some of the tables are, too. But, like, <laughs> the, like the the actual taps themselves, the expansion yeah. of that, the whole bar, the chalkboard behind it. Like, what a glow-up from 10 years ago where the space had basically no personality besides yeah. where you're in a brewery. Because that's still one of the cool things about Confluence as you can see the brewery. It's right there, yeah. like you said. But, like, if every brewery could have the glow-up that Confluence has had over time, we'd be in a much better space. But, I mean, yeah. like, they took an idea in a space that, that we can do this, so we're going to do this. And then they made it have a real good personality to it. Like if I go to Confluence now, it has a personality on the inside. Yeah, and it didn't yeah. really, at the start, outside of the people, the people were the, what you go there for and the beer was what you go there for. Yeah. But the space itself, not much. Uh huh. Like an example of someone who started with great personality and it's still great, Lua's tap room has like a bright personality to it. And, very different personality yeah. to it. Yeah, I mean, they came out with, with that in mind. Yeah, I mean, like
0: quality was the number one thing they were they were doing, right? And, and like, right. You're not saying Confluence isn't bad quality. No, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not. I'm just saying it's like that was like. I mean, if you go back and listen to our Lua episode that we did before in the
1: fall. Yeah, it was uh, um, November-ish. Was it?
0: I think the episode That's came,
1: came out in November. Fall. We, no, it was it, before Oktoberfest. No, yeah, so it was. But we recorded around Oktoberfest. I think it came out in November. Yeah, but their Octoberfest was in September. Oh. So it
0: came uh, out. I don't West know when Hill it was out.
1: November's episode. Yeah. West Hill was December. No way. West Hill was the December episode. I will, I'm will. i looking right He's now. He's looking listener. at it. He's looking at the dates. West Hill, December.
2: November was Fence Line. There we yes. go. And October was Lua. I was like, yep. I'm
1: pretty sure we recorded in September because, guys, Oktoberfest exists before October. So it's so true. They do. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Anyhow, so when you go back to
0: that episode. You can go back there and you can hear them talk about it. It's like they wanted everything to speak to quality because they do have a killer kitchen. Um, and just everything is, like, well thought out, absolutely. You know, they had a a wealth of other people to lean on when it came to, like, what works and doesn't work in a tap room. Um, and it definitely shows. We just put a new back bar in. So yes. that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Oh,
1: I want to give a shout-out to another. Like, because we always talk about Lua. We always talk about Comp. We know those guys really well. You work at Lua. Like, we... Yes, we always talk about the people we know and the places we go often. I want to give a shout out to a couple other tap rooms that have really distinct personalities that I think are really dope. Uh, Twisted Vine's oh. new space. Yeah. Like for sure. the bright wood and like that. That that space is really cool. I mean it was the garden beforehand, so it already the space so it looked completely but it different looks so though. So different. Yeah. It's not gross on the inside. <laughs> no offense to the garden. The garden was lived in. Yes, it was definitely lived. It was not certainly. Not always a,
0: freshly showered. <laughs> it but. was certainly a vibe. Not <laughs> yeah.
1: the greatest vibe. I like But the I want to give a shout but. out to uh, Twisted Vine yeah. uh, specifically uh, for that one. And then um up in Ames, alluvial space as well. Yeah, alluvial
0: space is sick. They're
1: a little bit outside of town. They're right next to a vineyard. They have prairie. They, it's like a barn-shaped building. It is mm-hmm. super, super dope. Yeah. Yes. So I just, and they have
0: a little mezzanine too mm-hmm. that not everyone knows about. I feel like maybe locals do more. I
1: think there's an arrow that points to it now.
0: Is there? Yeah. Because the mezzanine is fucking cool. If yeah. you if you and your friends can get up there. It's a great place. We and it used to have like two more the, groups up there. I,
1: I love how teeny tiny the tap room used to be, and then they yeah. moved the brewery out of that building. Brewed, yeah. yeah,
0: well, because they upgraded from a gosh, two barrel, I, yeah, to like a
1: ten. I, yeah, think, I think so. But you're
0: brewing on. It now. was two or three. Yeah, it was
1: small. It was very yeah, small. It was very small. But but shout out to them because that's another tap room I really really like, and I think has a very distinctive personality. That I think is really cool. Yeah. Right. Is there anything
2: else we want to share from what we're looking for in a tap room? What we, what excites us about a tap room versus a beer bar? I mean, or are we ready to move on to the challenge? I mean,
1: I mean, th- we could we could talk for hours. On no, we we really I like. know we, we could. I, mean, <laughs> I think we've talked enough, guys. I mean, we have a lot more to say about it. If you have questions or want to know more, let us know. What's we're, your favorite craft beer yeah. bar? What's your favorite brewery tap room? Yep. Also, what's your favorite dive? We can do a yes. whole episode about, about dives in the future. Wow! This man you wants to do a dive. Just James's
0: jaw got just me so <laughs> excited because, um, you know, there's a project in planning. We've done one, but you know, it's just sometimes people need to get together and get grimy. get grimy. Grimy means going to as many dive bars as you can hit in one night. Oh! Wow! It's definitely a summer project. but We <laughs> did it last summer, me and a few friends, and I can't tell you how much fun it is especially when it's like in a neighborhood you don't live in
1: and you're just like we literally walk. That gives you the vibe of we we could, we should do an episode about dives in the future but for now I think guys if you want to tell us all about what your favorite places are comment down below or send us Definitely. an email do at Hour at gmail.com Seller Challenge? Seller Challenge! Seller Challenge! Seller Challenge Tonight's Cellar Challenge is swinging Sticks with Angry Chair Imperial Sweet Stout Roasted Pistachios Cacao nibs Toasted Coconut And a Caramel It is from Humble Forager And didn't you say it was a collaboration, James? Angry Chair Angry Chair that, so swinging well, yeah. Sticks with Angry with Chair With Angry Chair Yeah so It's a golfing reference, apparently. Yeah, well, let me read you the description of this bad boy. Yeah, please do. Brewed with our scratch... I don't know what a scratch golfing homie is, but is that just mean you're just picking up and you don't care what the score... Oh, it doesn't matter. All right. Brewed with our <laughs> scratch golfing homie from Angry Chair Brewing in Tampa Bay, Florida, we created an oily, thick base stout, which was then conditioned on one ton of toasted coconut, a ton of roasted pistachios, and boutique cacao nibs before swirls of caramel were added, take an adventure with us at www.humbleforager.com or com. Not a sponsor. Not, Not a, sponsor. a sponsor. But, you know, if you we're be. here at Chop. They have a crazy a selection. <laughs> they have a crazy yeah. selection of beer. We thought, instead of one of us bringing something from home, let's find something on the list that none of us had have had yeah. and get grip and rip into this bad yep. boy. Oh, this is on their yeah. bottle and can list.
0: Oh, that sounds thick
1: oily thick I love we, when things are t- oh, f- a oily that is straight up
0: pours like oil dude oh, oh that gosh. is beautiful
1: you know what sometime we should find like a really old bottle of you know what if you're a brewery out there listening and you have a really old bottle of some anniversary beer from your thing that you want us to premiere on our uh, cellar challenge let us know oh we'll yeah do because I would love to d- I would love this section to be more Iowa focused but we all have a huge cellar of different beers that we need to share.
2: Let's do it. We're back. Sell a challenge, baby.
1: So Seller we're challenge. We're a bathroom break. We're swinging sticks. Humble awesome. forager with angry chair. I've already smelled it. And it's got, so coconut, pistachio, and caramel, right? So what's funny and is... Coconut. Real, did I just say coconut? Pistachio, coconut, and caramel? Yeah. And cacao nibs, I guess. And cacao nibs. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so what's funny is earlier today I was taking a waltz through um, Target as I do over at Flix, Uh and we went to Starbucks, got a little cold, got got some cold brews, and they, uh, and they, yeah, and they uh, at at Starbucks they have pistachio cold foam right now, and I turned to Lucas and I go, I wish more beers that were. Like blonde in color had pistachio flavor, mm. and now we're here tonight having a stout with pistachio, which I can smell in there. It's coconut mostly, though. I would love, I would, I would love to see a pistachio light beer, Oh blonde I mean, that, So indeed, brewing company has a pistachio blonde uh, cream ale. Really? Yeah, huh. uh, but it tastes—no offense to them—tastes a bit extracty. I, th- I believe Lucas Greta has given me that one before. And then there's some other brewery. Anytime I've seen it, it's always pistachio light beer. I mm. wish they would use pistachio more in dark beer because it reminds I love pistachio muffins and pistachio ice cream a whole mm-hmm. lot. Huh. Never had pistachio ice cream. Oh, I & Jerry's makes pistachio pistachio. It's very good. The thing about it is my only,
0: I love pistachios. They love to eat pistachios. It's always salty, obviously. Oh yeah, but they're nuts. So I'm like, how would that translate to ice cream? You know, it's like, what does that taste like? Sea salt caramel ice cream is great. Yeah, so it's like a little savory, but like it's really sweet. I need to give it a shot. Yeah, like, you do. Pistachios are in my top three nuts. Yeah. Top three nuts. Yeah, my top three nuts. You yeah. Wanna okay. hear them? So yeah,
1: what are the other two? In no Left or right
0: order. in the
2: pistachio. <laughs> <sighs>
0: <laughs> Three nuts. Okay, Nathan, save that for your kid. You gotta embarrass him. Em. Well, that's a little blue. Cashews. Okay, great. Pistachios. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, walnuts, probably. Walnuts are great. Yeah, for sure. But I'm also a big fan. I mean. What up, pecan? Love pecans. Like almonds. Uh, probably like it's a good salt roasted peanut. Macadamia. You know what I hate? Peanuts are the I like peanuts, I'll eat peanuts, but peanuts are literally the filler of nuts. Yes. They're just like they're like They're not really a
1: nut anyway, so. Yeah, they're
0: legumes. They're legumes. So step off. (laughs) But you get a can of mixed nuts. Yeah? And they're like
1: You you know know what you're not eating there as well? Brazil nut. Brazil nuts are fine. Terrible. They're big and stupid. (laughs) Hey, they're not in my top three. Yeah, they're not in my top three either. I don't think I've ever had one. Brazil fine. nut, they're the dumb, long, big brown ones that look like a suppository. <laughs> yeah. they're so,
2: Suppository? Is that the right word? Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, thank you. I right. only like peanut and pistachio. The rest can go home.
0: Cashews?
1: Love a cashew. No, thank you. They, they sell uh, tajin or chili lime flavored cashews. They're very good. Yeah, they're amazing. At yeah. Aldi? Yeah. Yeah, baby. The only ever the they only, also have salt I like pepper. that you knew
0: I got it from all <laughs> the last week's I literally, I think I bought a bag oh, last yeah. time I was there.
2: The only time I've ever had an almond that I like was on Milk. a cheese board at uh, the cheese bar. They oh, had like, oh, that's a very fancy salted macadamia like, house smoked almond, and I was like, this is the best yeah, thing I've ever good. had. You don't like
1: macadamia nut cookies? No. no. White what?
0: chocolate chip macadamia cookies? Nope. Are Heaven sent. Let's
1: get back on the that topic, topic like pecan at beer. and pecan pie. Okay, we can. <laughs> have we tasted the beer, y'all? Fine. Yeah, it has no, a I nice saltiness to it, and I can taste the pistachio, but it's definitely overshadowed. The lingering aftertaste is kind of nutty, but I think that it's really overshadowed by a lot of the coconut flavor, which is good oh, for sure. I think it's good. It's nice. It's sweet. It's thick. That's oh, very I had, good. I, as usual, you're gonna hear me say this. I think it's too sweet, <laughs> and I, I I wish I had more carbonation. But it's, is it a little hot? It definitely I has get a bit of heat. I get a little bit heat. of
2: heat on the finish. Um, that is awesome. It's what like fourteen percent, fifteen percent.
1: Uh, um. That was twelve, maybe. But uh, I, I really like thirteen. Okay, so so we're close. I like Ooh. that it's not just one note though. Yeah, it, it, it tastes a little bit more complex. Hmm.
0: Well, it finishes with like, yeah, a little bit of I get that, that nuttiness, nuttiness, but like I also get like brownie edges from like mm, probably the cacao. notes, yeah. Edge, yeah. And there's like the caramel, maybe just be like, that might be like a lot of sweetness too. Where like, do they yes. extract it? I don't know, but like, I can't really. It said swirled, so I'm guessing
1: it's real caramel. Yeah,
0: yeah I can't really like pick it out, but it's like.
1: it's definitely prob- it's, like a tu- it's, like I mean, the thing with caramel though, like, what is caramel besides just like cooked sugars? And like, a lot of times you get lost, that gets lost in a lot of roast malt and caramel malt. And that's sure. why they're called caramel malts. Yeah.
0: Well,. Yeah, I, honestly, the coconut is there,
1: but it's not like egregious. I don't. I think it's. I think the coconut still overshadows the. I wish pistachio came. I, I wish the pistachio out of the salt. There's a nice saltiness to it. Yeah. And maybe maybe some of the roast quality is also the pistachio presenting itself. But I wish there was more of that. And that you've not had the ice cream. I wish there was more of that bright, nutty pistachio flavor. But I still think it's very good could it just be that like pistachio is a subtler flavor so it's harder to come through? I don't know. Or if you taste a pistachio muffin, it's a very yeah. intense flavor. But yes, compared to
2: compared to your coconuts, coconut, compared to your or r- chocolate. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and caramel.
2: So if it was like a one adjunct, pistachio stout. I don't
1: you think, think see, that, that would work. See, but that's what I that's what I was talking with Lucas earlier. I want that. I just, and maybe it wouldn't be good, but I want to taste that. I want to try, try that. It? Yeah. Yeah. The only other set I've had with
0: pistachio was a. I can kind of smell the pistachio I'd say too. Barrel theory yes. had one that it, was uh, I Don't know what it was called, but it was pretty
1: damn good. That's good though. Yeah, I like it a lot. This uh, small glass of it—that if you want to see a picture of it, it'll be on the Instagram and the Facebook—is about all I need.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, I could. It, so it came in an eight, a twelve-ounce can. I could. I could do the can by myself, but it would be like a a single Saturday beer. As I breathe through my drinking, mouth. like over the course of a movie or something like that. So, it's,
1: so this is further developing me, in my opinion. And also, just so the audience knows, we got this can at the start of the episode, so, so it did warm. have time to warm up. So yes. we can actually. So I bet if this was colder, it would be harder to taste some of the other flavors think, in I it. I think so too. And I'm happy that we had it sit out for a little bit. Um, I mean, we can take a picture of you. He's he's doing a selfie. He's so cool. But first, let me take a selfie. But first, what up, everyone? <sighs> <laughs> I'm beautiful, too. James is a good-looking guy. Damn, you get
0: three ounces of stout in you. <laughs>
1: And I'm hitting on you? <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I just, like,
1: I just like riffing. He doesn't need that much stout to hit on you. But uh, I was going to say, as I'm, as I'm starting to like just breathe in and out of my mouth as I'm talking, a lot of that saltiness is right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm going to a lot more of it because I was breathing through my nose, nothing. But the top of my mouth has like a uh, saltiness on it, which is
0: kind of nice. I've only had the one sip, so I'm going to hit it again. Yeah, I mean, this, my- this is already first flush though. Very,
1: very good stuff. Oh, yeah. So, have you guys had the, um, the, uh, this year's canned version of the Monster Cookie Stout from Confluence? No. I didn't know it was out. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I think it came out. This is, uh, it's January 11th as we're recording. A couple weeks ago. And, um... In January? Or late December. Yeah. Oh. Dope can art. But, uh, but I just wanted to shout out the, um... I'm just loving Confluence, so you can tell me to shut up. (laughs) But uh, I think this year's version of that, and we're talking about complexity and layers of flavor, they crushed it with, like, you can taste the oatmeal, you can taste the peanut butter, you can taste the chocolate, you can taste the nuttiness there. Like, I think it's the best version of that beer that they've had. Really? Because last year's was balling. I think this is better. Okay, I need to pick it up then. So but also so what I said about this though, and maybe not everybody loves it, it has more carbonation on it. And it's lighter it's gonna be lighter they're selling it in four pack of cans for fifteen dollars. It's not a thirteen (laughs) percent monster cookie stout. But I think they nailed like the beer version of a cookie this year on that one.
0: I'll definitely try it. For some reason what came to mind is we should pick a style of beer too and just have Iowa versions of that. Oh yeah. And of course the first one I think of is
1: Barley wine. Dude, barley wine? Barley wine. Barley, barley wine. Barley wine. English. Barley wine. Barley wine. English or American? Whatever. The,
0: whatever the Iowa breweries want to do. Oh. W-
1: yes. B- barley wine. So would we B- need like a full year to like gather those bottles? So the thing with barley, barley wine, wine. that would be fine. But if it was a different, more pop like hazy IPA, you couldn't let those <laughs> sit for a year. Barley wine. No, but, but they saying, also make them more often than we could. I feel like those would be easier
0: to find. There's multiple barley wines out right now. Literally, Flix, Cabco,
1: Lua. I figured, his Old Chungus. Is Old Chungus coming? Is that a barley wine or is that a Wee Heavy? But they also have like Barley Wine as Life. They have, That's true. Confluence has like four of them. I wish I could have four barley wines <laughs> on at once. I know. It's <laughs> awesome. There's also.
0: We can we can absolutely find like I mean how many barley wines would, like realistically
1: would we be drinking? We need every brewery 30, in Iowa's barley. Thirty wine, barley wines. Oh, we could probably find a pulpit barley wine. I bet that's true. Kate Creek has a barley wine as well, I believe.
0: Oh, we definitely have to try the one Boone Valley. apparently, Old Grizz? Oh,
1: oh, my God, I It's it. very good. No offense. I've never had it. Boone Valley, if you're out there, hit us up because I Oh, we should hit them up. Because like you're not that far away from Des Moines. Where's your barley wine? Where's your barley wine at? Okay, we'll we'll table this. We'll we'll think about it.
0: <laughs> um, I mean we're already thinking about it. But guys, what are your what do we have more thoughts on this beer? Yeah, is I like it a, closing it, thoughts. Is it a recommend?
1: I recommend it. It's like dollars for the can, right? I think it was, yeah. That's yeah. great price for twelve ounces of a beer. Oh of this 13%. Yeah. And I'm, I'm with Nathan. I could
0: solo dome this, but this would definitely be like a, like it's the evening. This yep. is a nightcap. Yep. Jared's not like...
1: solo dome in this. And if you want to share this beer with me, shout me out. I'll come down here and I'll share it with you.
2: Yeah. I mean, more often than not, this is Probably a share not. with one other friend. Like I would, we would split sure. it. Both have six ounces. That'd be perfect. My it's cheeks
1: perfect. are warm from it though. Yeah. Oh,
0: like, I'm yes. I am. I think that's it, though. Tasting, it's, it's tasting good. Good work, team. Yeah, guys, this has been a, you know, we're always experimenting with the format, and it was yeah. really awesome that El Bait, Teresa specifically, was like, come on down. Absolutely, guys. We'd love to host you because we were looking to get out of Ambient Grain. No offense to Ambient Grain. It's a little small, a little tight. Yep, it's You know, and we needed to switch the vibe up a little bit. Yes, it's 2023.
1: For sure. it, makes, it also makes our producer and seducers work harder, and I love doing that. Actually, yeah.
2: this makes my work easier because it already exists. There's so much less cleanup that I can do without destroying our audio. So it's just like, it's going to be what it's going to be. And that's fine. And I love audio that. Texture.
1: <laughs> yeah, the audio texture is fine. What was your favorite song you heard in the background tonight, audience? Uh, we heard Katy Perry earlier. I said audience. Uh-oh. I want the audience to tell us. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know
0: either. I've not been listening, Um, (laughs) even though it's been blasting through my headphones. But guys, thank you so much for listening. Before we go, absolutely, please check us out on social media. The Vorloff Hour, Vorloff Hour, any of that stuff, you'll definitely find us on Facebook, Instagram. Those are the two we're most active on. Um, We are available on all of your podcasting apps. Whichever one you're listening to this on, we're clearly on it. And if you have a friend who's asking, we're on his favorite, her favorite, their favorite as well. Okay? And if there's one you find that we're not on, you let us know. Let us know. We'll, get on, we'll get on there.
1: And if you have a friend who likes craft beer, issue them the Vorloff Hour Challenge, where they have to marathon the last episode of the Vorloff yeah. Hour. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and if you can prove that you marathoned it, because we will ask you a 20 point quiz, we will give you a piece of swag. Yes. We'll do that. From one
1: of our breweries.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's doable. I was looking on getting four left. That just three Ooh. made. For us. <laughs> for <Yes. laughs> us. Yeah. We have
2: to wear it every time we record. Yeah, I think it'd be hilarious.
0: <laughs> it would be good for, like, being at festivals and stuff. Anyhow, going on a tangent here, thank you so much for listening. Also, thank you to El Bait for allowing us to come in here and take up a uh, table for a few hours. And thank you to the Iowa Brewers Guild. The Vorlop Hour is the official podcast of the Iowa Brewers Guild. Uh, we're so happy to be a part of it. The Iowa Brewers Guild, of course, is uh, on the side of Iowa's breweries. You know? We keep it tight. We're homies. And they advocate on behalf of us as brewers. And they get the word out to people like Nathan, consumers. Yeah. How exciting is that? It's pretty dope. Iowa has one of the best guilds, in my opinion. Oh, I like, absolutely agree. Definitely of, like, other other states that like have talked about their guild. We're small, but we're nimble, and we're personable. We can talk to, you know, Scott or Noreen, whenever. Any of the board members. I harass Shane almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, where can people find us? The Vorlof Hour? Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, I think... The, oh, the internet. Oh, I, of course the internet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, this has not been the best day of speaking. Hour at gmail.com. Perfect.
2: Find us on socials, comment, like, subscribe.
0: Five stars. Please Give us the goods. Please talk to us. Please talk to us.
2: Yeah, send us in your questions. We talked about that earlier today. We answered someone's questions. It was a great time. We
0: even answered the joke questions. Yeah, we even answered the do joke questions. Do you understand the desperation that <laughs> runs underneath the hood of this car that... Runs,
1: but in, decently. But until next time, we say it as we always do: goodbye, bye, bye, bye. goodbye, bye. bye, 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 bye,
0: bye, bye, bye.
2: This has been a production of the Vorloff Hour, the official podcast of the Iowa Brewers Guild. Special thanks to Andrew Hoyt for the intro music and Balanced Scale Media LLC for our sponsor segments and outro music. Find the Vorloff Hour wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram.